Welcome to the Lost Debate, a show for political eclectics. I'm Ravi Gupta, and I'm coming to you for the second time in 24 hours uh, because I didn't expect to jump on this podcast right now, but I just read the news that uh, Russian opposition leader uh, Alexei Navalny passed away in prison. And I think you know the proper way to say it is he was murdered in prison, no matter what the circumstances are. This was a political hit. And if you don't know who Navalny is, he was uh, a lawyer, anti-corruption activist, a political prisoner most recently, and he came to prominence by organizing anti-government demonstrations. He eventually ran for office, uh, advocating for reform of the political system and against corruption in Russia. And he was really a thorn in the side of Vladimir Putin. And Putin tried to poison him, did poison him, actually, with Novichok nerve agents, um, nearly killed Navalny. Navalny went to, Ru- uh, to Germany to, to get treatment. And it was in Germany that he uh, did some rather remarkable things, one of which uh, is chronicled in this Navalny documentary, which is on HBO, which is amazing. I think it won the Oscar for Best Documentary, and the scene is incredible. Navalny uh, in this scene is working with Bellingcat and other investigative journalists, and he's kind of giving them a speech saying, look, guys, uh, we need to stop thinking about the, the bad guys as you know all-knowing and you know thinking about them as perfect, that they're not going to make mistakes. And he told this story, I don't know if it was apocryphal or not, about um, FSB agent who had his email hacked, and apparently his email password originally was Moscow1, and then they hacked him, and then he changed it to Moscow2 so that they, they hacked him again because it was an easy thing to crack. And then he did Moscow3 and then Moscow4, and he calls it this sort of Moscow4 lesson, which is that... Uh, the bad guys are never as uh, buttoned up and perfect as you think they are. Sometimes they're keystone cop level incompetent. And and so therefore you should continue to push them, continue to try to expose them. And it's, it's incredible to think about because I was just talking about this here in India when I was kind of giving a rah-rah to some uh, pro-democracy forces here. It was just this week on the streets of Nagpur in India that I was talking about this. And uh, I think about Navalny a lot. Uh, and I think about him because he offers so many lessons. Uh, and I think the lesson of Moscow 4, he showed it to us in the very next scene. We're sitting at that table with the Bellingcat folks. He basically, in a high-stakes jerky boys prank, called up the FSB agents and others, I don't know what they were, who uh, they had figured out were involved in poisoning Navalny. Uh, and he called them pretending to be uh, a Russian official, government official, and got them to admit on the phone that they poisoned him. Uh, it is riveting stuff. You should listen to it. And this is who he was. He was a guy who not only was incredibly courageous. You know, the end of that film shows him going back to Russia to what he had to have known was the clutches of Putin, knowing that he would be going back to get arrested. He went back to Russia, left his family in Germany because he believed in his cause. Uh, he was not only courageous, though, but he was somebody who, you know, charisma doesn't even begin to describe this guy. He was so talented, so magnetic, um, and so principled and courageous. Russia would have been lucky to have him as their head of state, as their leader, instead of the guy they have right now. And so I don't want this moment to, to go by without us remembering him and not letting this pass. And so I just wanted to talk quickly about a couple lessons that I've learned just thinking about him. Uh, and I think lessons that we all can learn. Uh, But before I do that, let me just talk about why I think he was murdered. So he returned that point uh, to Russia in 2021. He was arrested basically off the plane on charges 
that were politically motivated. You know, it's the classic, like, embezzlement, yada, yada, yada. He was sentenced to 19 years in prison, uh, and he was uh, found guilty of creating an extremist community, financing extremist activities, and a bunch of other stuff. And then he was, that was on top of a 11 and a half year uh, sentence um, on other charges of fraud and embezzlement. Uh, and uh, just recently, his lawyer said that they'd lost contact with him, uh, and they found him 150 miles east of Moscow, basically in the middle of nowhere. You know, this is a classic Russian story, you know, exile into Siberia. And if you look at all the photos, you know, this was an energetic, good-looking, um, you know, magnetic guy who every time there was a photo of him, he'd be smiling. You could tell he wanted to give spirit to his supporters. Uh, but he looked, every picture he looked 10 years older until the most recent time you saw him. He was basically unrecognizable. And this was a murder. This was a political murder. And we can't let this go. We can't let moments like this pass because there are far too many people like Anna Politskaya, you know, a journalist who exposed um, the brutality in in Chechnya and then was gunned down. Um, There's just a long list of these people who stood up to Putin and they get forgotten because of the impunity there. We can't forget them. And, And... in, in sort of in service of not forgetting them, let me just outline those lessons that I, I've learned from Navalny and, and I remind myself of. Number one is uh, we can't be cynical. Uh, Navalny said, this is a quote from him, he said, life makes no sense if you have to tolerate endless lies. I'll never accept the system, which is built on lies. I will not, uh, I will not stop my fight against this junta. He also said, everyone says corruption is everywhere, but for me it seems strange to say that and then not try to put the guilty people away and put the corruption away. Um, this was Navalny. He never stopped. He never tolerated anything less than the perfect world that he thought uh, the people in Russia deserved or the just world that he thought the people in Russia deserved. And But he also said people don't believe in positive change anymore. So he would alternate and say, you know what, cynicism is winning. Can't let it win. You know, Stephen Colbert once said, cynicism masquerades as wisdom, but it is the farthest thing from it because cynics don't learn anything. Uh, Cynicism is a self-imposed blindness, a rejection of the world because we are afraid it will hurt us or disappoint us, right? And obviously, Navalny obviously was hurt uh, because his hope, right, um, his hope and expectation that justice would be done led him back to Russia where he died. Uh, And I think... Putin and other autocrats, they get away with this stuff because the rest of us are cynical. You know, as Oscar Wilde said, you know, the cynics, they know the price of everything and the value of nothing, right? We have to remind ourselves of the value of democracy, the rule of law, these norms that we have right now, uh, because people count on us being selfish and being isolated and not willing to take any risks or take any stance for this. I see it here where I am right now in India. You know, the work I'm doing here, I'm talking to a lot of people who get hopeless after a while, where they see their friends getting arrested. You know, on this very day that I'm talking about this, uh, the government froze the bank accounts of the opposition, the main opposition party here in India. I can tell you, and when I release this podcast, I'm doing it crooked, you'll hear a ton of stuff that goes on here uh, where, you know, this country is creeping towards authoritarianism. And there are a ton of people who have just given up, but there are also a ton of people here who are fighting and are showing more courage uh, than I've ever shown in my sort of lifetime of working in politics. So that is one lesson. Um, The second lesson 
uh, is well, okay, and, and on the 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 against cynicism piece here, I mentioned Anna Politskaya, uh, who was a journalist who got gunned down for her coverage of Putin, um, and she wrote uh, the following. She said it. it it is we who are responsible for Putin's policy. Society has shown limitless apathy as the Czechists have become entrenched in power. We have let them see our fear and thereby have only intensified their urge to treat us like cattle. The KGB respects only the strong, the weak it devours. We of all people ought to know that. And so she says a lot of what Navalny is saying and what I'm trying to say here, right, is uh, they count on our apathy. And we can't give that to them. Uh, the second lesson here is that democracy and the rule of law simply matter. Uh, and uh, right now we're in a global struggle, right? It extends here to India. It goes to Russia. Uh, we're obviously dealing with it back home. And, uh, you know, when when people like Tucker Carlson, uh, who represent a certain segment of American society, go to Russia and try to, you know, point out its strengths and apologize for Putin— uh, there's a whole cottage industry for this kind of stuff. Uh, and I and I said, again, this is what Putin said about his interview with Tucker Carlson. He said, quote, frankly, I did not get full satisfaction from this interview. He said he didn't ask enough pointed questions, which is an embarrassment for Tucker Carlson. But we have to fight for democracy and the rule of law. We have a big fight going on at home, right? We have a, a candidate for president who says he's going to be a dictator on day one. And I know people will say, well, that's not what he meant. I'm sick of hearing that's not what he meant, right? At the same time where he encouraged the very government that murdered Navalny um, to attack our NATO allies if they don't pay their bills, right? This is high-stakes stuff. Uh, the final lesson here uh, from Navalny is that real courage still exists. Uh, he said, I am not afraid. Let them be afraid after he was arrested. This guy had... You know, he had guts. You know, to use a you know the word, I won't use the word I was thinking. He's using he has guts, uh, and I think it's there's not enough of them. You know, and uh, he has inspired me to think differently about the work that I do because uh, there's nothing approaching the kind of stakes that he was facing personally, or that any of the activists and um, you know sensible uh, you know. Uh, organizers and lawyers and po political operatives and whoever, you know, everyday people in Russia who put themselves on the line for justice, the people who remain who do that. Uh, there's nothing approaching the level of courage that they show that is required of us. What, we, we need to show much less courage and energy to get the job done at home, so we need to do it. And I think about this, this quote from The Inside Man where I think it was Denzel Washington who said this, that murder is really an expression of indifference, and I think about that for Navalny. I mean, the, the the most flattering thing, which is cold comfort, given the circumstance here, is that they just they knew they had to get rid of him because they weren't indifferent to him. They knew he was a threat. And we have to make sure that that threat sticks. We can't forget about this. And I think the... What does it mean not to forget? Well... You need to advocate for funding for this uh, Ukraine bill, right? We need to fight the encroachment of authoritarianism. You need to ask more of the candidates at home. Here, uh, when you're back in the United States or if you're here in India or wherever, like the people who seek to represent you, if they show these authoritarian tendencies, if they cozy up to dictators like this, you need to call them out on it, right? Um, and we need to continue to shine the spotlight and connect with people, whether it's 
within our country or in other countries. Uh, we need to work together to fight for the rule of law, right? Like, you know, this this year, you know, we, I've been connecting with people who listen to this podcast in Israel who fought against uh, Netanyahu's uh, judicial overreach uh, and his authoritarian tendencies. I'm here in India doing the same. There, you know, unfortunately, I don't, I'm not, I don't know of many of our audience members in Russia. I don't even know if they let us play this podcast in Russia. But if you're out there, we're thinking about you. And certainly there are a bunch of those folks here uh, back home in the United States. We need to work together. We need to join together. And so rest in peace, Alexei Navalny. Uh, my heart goes out to his family. Um, this is a sad day, uh, and we can't let this go. Uh, for everybody else who's listening to the podcast, uh, you probably, if you're listening to this, you might not have listened to the last episode, which we just put up, which is all about uh, whether Biden should run again and all that kind of stuff. So you should go listen to that too. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I put this out there. Thank you.